0: What is going on, guys? Welcome back to Lost and Lifting Talk, episode four. We are four episodes in already. That's crazy to think. I just started this a week ago and... We're four for four. So if you've listened to any of my previous episodes so far, I really do appreciate you guys for tuning in, Um, listening to what I have to say. I just really appreciate it. I've actually... Every morning I wake up, now I'm just thinking about the podcast. The podcast is the first thing on my brain. Like, okay, what kind of episode can I put together today? If you guys listened to my nutrition episode, hopefully that gave you a good insight into the background of nutrition. Like I say, if you have any questions about anything that I went over in that episode, you are more than welcome to shoot me a DM on Lost and Lifting or on Instagram at my page called Lost and Lifting. I guess I should say it like that. So feel free to do that. I've actually already got – a few dms from different people and that's what we're going to go over today we're gonna, just going to shoot i a Q&A. i've got four questions that i feel like would be best that will help a little bit of everybody that's probably listening to this podcast so i want to make sure that the questions will help you but i'm going to go into really depth for the person that's asked it to really benefit them. So if you have a personalized question that you feel like might help somebody else or it's just selfish and for you, feel free ask me those questions on Instagram in the DM and I'll put them together in the podcast and really dive into your situation and see that if I can help. So with all of that said, we're just going to hop right into these questions today. Saturday afternoon, sitting here looking out of my window, I record these episodes Um, in my bedroom i put together this little studio area in my bedroom because it's the quietest room in the whole house it has carpet floor so i feel like the sound won't echo too much and i just got a new microphone i'm super pumped for this it's got um all the bells and whistles to it with this boom arm so i don't have to hold the microphone up to my mouth so hopefully this sounds a whole lot clearer for you guys it's got the whole setup this podcasting stuff is a little bit complicated i thought it was just going to be as simple as grabbing a mic throwing on some some sort of audio recorder and just going to town but making sure that the audio is clear so that you guys can listen and it's very clear and i don't sound all staticky and just like an idiot i think is very important to keep the quality high so hopefully you guys can tell a difference with this that the quality is a little bit better and whatnot if you do be sure and let me know i'd really appreciate it but with all of that said let's just hop right into these questions how about it, we'll start with question number one, which I thought was a suiting question that's carrying off of um, the nutrition episode from the last episode that I dropped. So he asks, Is the or his Instagram handle is Lift to Thrive? and his question to me was, So people can really eat wheat, slash gluten, sugar, dairy, junk, etc., and still get shredded? So when he says shredded, he just means obviously lose weight some people call it shredded some people call it fat loss weight loss whatever it is people can really eat whatever they want and still get shredded and the answer to that question is yes to a point though so like i've talked about calories are king so regardless of what you're eating if you're not putting yourself into a caloric deficit you're not going to be able to lose fat over time that's just basic body thermodynamics energy thermodynamics thermodynamics and whatnot. So you have to make sure that you're in a calorie deficit. I don't care if you're eating Twinkies, if you're eating veggies, whatever it is, a calorie deficit comes first and foremost. Once you have the calorie deficit set, there comes a few things that you're going to need to be able to make the fat loss sustainable. So technically you could just eat whatever you wanted and lose fat, but how long are you going to be able to sustain just eating sugars and junk food and lose weight because over time what you need to understand is during a dieting phase you will become hungry a calorie deficit is a stress to the body and not something that the body necessarily wants to go through so you have to make sure that you are um, fighting against that in some sort of way you're being strategic in one way or another to make the hunger not quite as bad so if you were just to go through the whole day eating Twinkies. We'll just take Twinkies. You only ate Twinkies all day long. If you were to do that and you stayed in a caloric deficit, you would lose weight. There's actually um, a study that has been done on this where a researcher, I forget his name. Maybe it'll come back to me, but I can't think of his name right now. If it comes back to me, I'll say it anyway. He lost like 27 pounds eating Twinkies only. He just made sure to keep himself in a caloric deficit and he lost 27 pounds in the span of, it was a few months. I don't know exactly how many months that it was. Hang on one second. I dropped my phone. I always do this. Sorry. So yeah, he dropped 27 pounds from eating Twinkies only. So that tells you, yes, you can lose weight with eating whatever you want to. What comes with that, though, is I'll bet that he ended up miserable. I'll bet he was hungry and things just didn't progress the way that he wanted. Plus, he was probably losing lean tissue just as much as he was losing fat. And the reason for this is is that if you want to – Um, lose fat you have to make sure that you're eating enough protein if you're not putting enough protein in your body and you're in a caloric deficit you will lose lean tissue as you're losing fat as well that would be considered more like weight loss which isn't the goal for anybody that wants to lose weight we should be trying to lose fat not necessarily just weight in general we've I've mentioned this in the last podcast but we've all seen those people who just eat kind of, they don't pay attention to their protein goal as they lose weight. And so as they lose all this weight, they end up with this skinny fat kind of saggy look to them instead of a firm, more defined look. And this is because they're not putting enough protein into their body and they're not incorporating resistance training into their whole fat loss phase. So yes, in short, you can eat whatever you want to, but if you're not eating 075 To one gram of protein per pound of lean body mass, you're going to lose fat and lean tissue. So you've got to make sure you have that in point. And then you need to make sure you're eating voluminous foods as well as foods that are rich in micronutrients to support um, overall health, your hormones, just the way that you're feeling every single day, your bones. Just to keep you structurally sound and produce longevity, you need to make sure you're eating micronutrients as well. So as far as protein goes, you need lean meats, you need – you can do like dairy products, Greek yogurt, some cheeses, protein powders, all that kind of stuff. That needs to be incorporated as well as you need – all of your micronutrients. So you've got to make sure that you're eating your fruits and your veggies. What you'll find is in your that calo- as you're in that caloric deficit, you're going to be able to lose fat a whole lot easier and stay a whole lot fuller if you're feeding yourself veggies. If you're adding fibrous carb sources, oatmeal, sweet potatoes, things like that that are going to take longer for your body to digest is going to help you feel fuller. If you just go ahead and eat Um, Snickers bars all day those aren't going to fill you up so you're going to be more likely to overeat over time but if you're eating let's say in the morning you're having some oats with some eggs for lunch you've got some whole grain bread that you're having with some sort of a sandwich and at dinner you've got um, some sort of like a chicken and some sweet potato or something. Those are all things that are gonna help fill you up. Once you get in your fiber for the day, you're close to your protein goal, then it's probably okay to fit in some of the more fun foods that you actually enjoy. So things like candy bars, sugary things, processed stuff. That stuff should all come after you've gotten in the stuff that's going to support your health as a whole and you've hit your protein goal. So hopefully that answers your question. I know I drugged that out, but in short, yes, you can eat all of that stuff and still get shredded. But you need to make sure you're fueling your body with the proper micronutrients as well, or else, as far as longevity purposes, you're probably not going to make it work. All right, question number two. She asks me, hey, Chaz, quick question. I just tweaked my right lower back at a class yesterday morning. I don't want to stop any suggestions of things I could do while I recover. So whenever somebody comes to me asking about an injury or something that they've had happen, especially with a back or something like that, just to be completely honest, I am not a doctor, a physical therapist. So when it comes to injuries, I'm not going to try to dissect it or tell you what you should and what you shouldn't do. The best advice that I can give for something like this is – to not do anything that's going to hurt it. And I know that sounds like common sense, but it's something that I feel like a lot of people will really mess up is that you'll try and keep pushing the envelope because when you're motivated and you get hurt, you don't really want to stop. So you'll kind of push the envelope, push it. If it's something that hurts just a little bit, you'll kind of keep going through it. And what ends up happening is you're going to end up injuring whatever you've done to your body worse. And so my best piece of advice, if you've hurt your back you've tweaked something something's wrong you need to recover and as simple as that sounds that's the best answer that you can get from at least for me or somebody that's not a physical therapist or a doctor you need to let it rest and just let it heal so um, my answer to you would be just do things that don't aggravate it so if you can do some weightlifting probably not gonna be able to do any compound stuff you might be able to train arms a little bit maybe possibly like some um, shoulder raises maybe a little bit of rear delt stuff stuff where your back is stabilized some rowing um, for like your upper back if it's your lower back that's been tweaked you can still work your lats and your Your upper back a little bit, I'm sure, but I wouldn't do anything that's like bent over, definitely not squats, deadlifts, even bench press, things like that. I would completely stay away from and just work more isolation stuff and maybe just walk on treadmills, get on a spin bike, get on the elliptical, do things um, that aren't aggravating at all. Just let that – Injury, fully recover before you get back to it. Because if you don't, you're just going to drag out the process of it actually getting better. If you'll just stay away from aggravating it at all anymore and just let it heal, you're going to be able to get back and get going so much sooner than just working through the pain. So where I'm not somebody that can diagnose a problem or give you really in-depth answers to something like that, that would be my best piece of advice. Just make sure that you let it heal before you try and start doing anything else with it. I know that's not maybe the greatest answer, but in one way or another, it's probably, it's probably the best answer you're going to be able to get. So unless you want to go see a chiropractor, go see um, a physical therapist, or go see a doctor, that would be my advice for you. Moving on to question numeral trace. All right, he asked me, bro, what are your thoughts on intermittent fasting? I'm thinking about giving it a shot. Great question. I think that intermittent fasting can be a great tool for you to use. As I said earlier, and I'll probably say a million times throughout the episodes of this podcast, a caloric deficit is first and foremost if the goal is fat loss. What intermittent fasting can do to aid in the process is it shortens the amount, your eating window throughout the day. So if you don't understand what intermittent fasting is, all it is is you're taking a big portion of your day and not eating and then fitting all of your food into a smaller portion of the day. So let's say you fast for 16 hours of the day. That's including your sleep. You've got eight hours left over for a feeding window. Some people will push that a little bit further. They'll go 18 hours of a fast, six hours of an eating window, or they'll go even 20 hours of a fast and four hours of an eating window. What this can do is let you eat a lot bigger meals So that – to fill in your calories so that for a certain portion of the day, you're a whole lot further. So some people like to push through some hunger through a good – portion of the first part of their day. then at night, they can have these really big meals to hit their calorie number for the day and go to bed feeling more satisfied. And if you're one of those people that you can feel like you can sacrifice a little bit of hunger through the day, maybe you feel a little bit better off of a fast, you're more productive because your body's not digesting, you just feel better, not eating, you can push all of that food back to the end of the day, have really big meals, get really satisfied, And go to bed less hungry and just kind of turn that into your daily routine. And if you're somebody that can do that, I think it works really well. When I go into a dieting phase, I tend to start implementing intermittent fasting just because I'm that type of guy. I like to be able to eat bigger meals where I feel fuller. I don't like to eat smaller meals for the whole day because I just feel like I'm not ever really getting full after a meal if I'm still hungry. That doesn't fly for me. I like to feel full. So it really works well for me. If you're that type of person, it probably really work well for you. Just understand, intermittent fasting is not a special magic tool. There's, You'll see different people online and all over that preach intermittent fasting because it's like this secret formula that will help you lose weight. But all it does for the people that are successful with it is it just helps them adhere to a caloric deficit easier. So just understand that there are studies out there that show that if you're fasting, it's actually can be good for your body and really good for your digestive system. But most of the benefits of fasting come from fasting over a 24 hour period. And most people aren't going to be able to do longer than 24 hour period fast so don't think it's going to be like this extra secret that's going to make you so much healthier it might help you be more productive if you do better without having to digest food all day and it might help you stick to a caloric deficit easier if you can have bigger meals later in the day if you're doing it for any other reason than that um for fat loss it's probably a myth Just being 100% honest. So I hope that answers your question. If you like bigger meals, definitely try it. If you're somebody that likes to eat smaller meals more frequently, then it's probably not for you. Moving on to the last question for today's episode. This question is a a long one, so I'm going to dissect it probably. I'll go through part of it, answer it, and finish it off and answer the rest. So she asks, hey, So I'm needing some nutritional help as a coach and also for myself. So she's a – it sounds like she's a nutrition coach. I am currently tracking and have all my clients tracking on my fitness pal, which is great and I can see where I'm going wrong each day. But I keep falling short on my macros and I keep going over my deficit calories because simply I'm just hungry and I'm not sure why because the food I'm eating is pretty satiating and I do snack. So it sounds like she's eating healthier foods, but she's still really hungry. So it's causing her to go over her calories each and every day and not be able to hit her protein goal is what um, I'm getting from this. So my issue is I have problems sleeping and that's when I get hungry and tend to snack more, which I know we tend to overeat when we are tired, but I can't sleep because I'm hungry. So I'm in a vicious cycle. Any tips? Yes, I do have tips, but let me finish the question and I'll get to those. Also, I bought a kitchen scale and I'm fine to use it. I just don't know how many grams I can eat of everything in order to not overeat and also to meet my macro macro requirements, especially my protein intake, which is quite low every day. Okay, so let's backtrack here just a little bit. So she tends to overeat because she says she's tired and she says she can't sleep because she's hungry. That does sound like a vicious cycle. Something that may work well for you, which is kind of crazy because we just talked about it, is to implement a little bit of an intermittent fasting approach so that you can have a bigger meal at night before you go to sleep. And let me back up from that as well. First, it depends on how hungry you are as well. Like if you are absolutely starving, chances are you're probably in too deep of a deficit to where you just can't sustain it. So. If you're just going like off of numbers that you found off of my fitness pal or just some random numbers if you're so hungry that um it's affecting you then you need to up calories to because chances are you're eating too low of calories you shouldn't be absolutely starving every single day you should be if you're in a deficit over time you are going to be a little bit hungry but you shouldn't have to be completely starving to where it's stopping you from being able to be adherent to your calories so Step one is what I would look at is I would look at your calorie goal. If you're eating like just a ridiculously low number of calories, it's it's not going to work. You probably wanna up calories and try and get adherence somewhere and then start tracking weight from there. So let's say you're at, I keep hitting this mic and I know that messes up the sound, I apologize. Let's say you're eating like 1200 calories per day and you're an active person, it sounds like you're a nutrition coach, 12, 1300 calories per day, that's not going to be sustainable for you. You should probably up calories even if it stops you from losing weight and you can just get adherent on somewhere let's say like fifteen sixteen seventeen hundred calories every day and then you can pay attention to what your weight's doing from week to week to see how much further from there that you actually need to drop to get yourself in a sufficient deficit to start losing weight every week if you're trying to go really hard and go extreme fat loss you're going to be extremely hungry and it's going to be a lot harder to be able to be adherent to that. So that would be number one. I don't know your situation perfectly, but that would be my first piece of advice. Maybe just up calories and get consistent because you could be in too big of a deficit. You don't need to be so low calorie. The the goal should be moderate weight fat loss over time. We don't want to try and make a really hard overcorrection and lose a bunch of fat because then you're going to end up with a really hard overcorrection coming back. That's going to end you back up at square one. In my experience, if you take it a little bit slower, lose the weight a little bit, slower over time, you're going to be able to sustain that for a longer period of time. From there, I just mentioned it, but intermittent fasting. So let's say you're going to bed, at, you can't sleep at night because you're really hungry, I would look at pushing some of those meals in the day back a little bit to be able to eat more food before you go to bed so that you're able to sleep better, especially like with carbs. Carbs are have been shown to aid in sleep a lot. They help make you tired. They help satiate you and you can go to sleep a little bit better. So if you can have a little bit higher carb meal at night – I would look at doing that, not like a sugary carb. I would look at doing slow digesting carbs or something more with fiber in it, like some oats, um, sweet potatoes, things like that that are more fibrous. I would look at putting some of those types of carbs at nighttime to help satiate you a little bit more so that you're fuller, so that you're able to go to sleep a little bit easier. Hopefully that answers that part of the question for you. Let me pull this back up just so I can look at the the last piece. It says, "Also, I bought a kitchen scale and I'm fine to use it. I just don't know how many grams I can eat of everything in order to not overeat and also to meet my macro requirements." So if you have a scale and you have my fitness pal, this is the most convenient part about my fitness pal is that you can just track these foods. What I like to have clients do is when they're new to tracking, it sounds like you might be newer to tracking. So if you're new to tracking, I would track your day the night before for the day that's coming up. So this way there's no questions about any of it. You can hop in. Let's say you're going to do oats and eggs for breakfast. You can track how much oats, how much eggs you're going to have in the morning, Um, whatever you're going to do for lunch. Maybe it's some sort of sandwich. You can track that sandwich from. Dinner, maybe it's some sort of like a meat and like some rice. Put that in. And then if you're going to have some sort of snack, put that in as well. Track it all and see how that matches up to your calorie and to your protein goal. If if what you've got tracked works, then you can leave it there. If – um, you need to make some adjustments. You can adjust your portion sizes to get it to where it's going to meet the requirements that you have for yourself. And then when the day comes, you don't have any thinking to you. You can just look at my fitness plan and be like, okay, this is what I need to eat at this time um, to be able to hit my macros. Before be Once the nighttime comes, once I'm done eating, I know if I eat just like this, I'll hit my macros. It's almost like meal planning, but without doing the act- you could meal plan. But this is meal planning without doing the actual meal plan. You're just planning ahead. You track your food so that there's no guesswork. You just know exactly how much of what to eat. And as you do that for a couple weeks, it'll start to just turn into this habit for you where you can just not have to think about it near as much. You'll be able to not have to track everything the night before because you've gotten used and you kind of understand how much food you need to be able to hit your requirements. So hopefully that makes sense. And helps you out I would make sure and look at how many calories you're eating if you're really low calorie and you're always really really hungry I would look at upping calories because chances are you could be in too big of a deficit so I would play with that a little bit and uh, yeah hopefully that helps look at doing some intermittent fasting and then plan your meals the night before I think that'd be a really good game plan for you just to start out with if you have further questions with that long question I would be able to help a little bit further if you feel like you need it. So that's four questions. I'm a little bit over 20 minutes in. I really do appreciate you guys tuning into the podcast. This is something that I'm finding myself getting more and more passionate about. It's I like this form of content. I like being able to hop on here and just talk and not have to worry about writing. I really like writing, but this is just something that I feel like suits me. Um, a little bit better. So, if you're watching or listening, I really do appreciate it. If you have questions that you would like me to go over on the podcast to dissect further than just like in a DM or something, um, make sure and shoot me shoot me those questions via DM or via DM on Instagram, and I will bring them onto the show and answer them in a little bit longer form, like I have with all of these questions. So, yeah, my Instagram is Lost and Lifting. I've said that a million times, but I really want you guys to go in there. DM me, ask me questions so that I can have questions to answer on these types of episodes. So I really do appreciate you guys for listening. I will talk with you soon. If you enjoyed the episode, go ahead and screenshot the episode and put it on your story and tag me so that I can see who's listening and that will help the podcast grow. The more that this thing can grow and – get more listeners the more and more we can just turn this into the snowball effect and hopefully be able to help you guys more and more through your journey so i really do appreciate you and i will talk with y'all soon